views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, folks. It's um, 106 on this Thursday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of The John DePietro Show. Folks, it's brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today at 401-688-0517. For Brothers Disposal, they're now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Roland or Willie today. Now, remember, they have the purple dumpsters. Call for an estimate. If you need a dumpster in your driveway, doing some work, or weekly trash collection services, call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517 for Brothers Disposal. It's John DePietro on this Thursday. Now, folks, again, I want to give you the latest of what's happening, and um, I, I'm going to continue. We, we have to deal in reality. I realize that um, that, you know, so many people are very upset over what's happening and there's some other people that continue to just be in in somewhat um denial and it it just it just can't you know you gotta we gotta deal with the fact that they they played everything out and i i want to be um i want to be very clear that i don't i don't agree with with what happened as far as the voting now. I'm also seeing the man photographed carrying the Confederate flag in the Capitol has been arrested. I mean, all of these images that came out, they are slowly catching up to them. And I see that part of thing that like does a lot of damage. That does um, a lot of damage. I want to play um, Pina Navarro spoke out in uh, saying the Democrat Party did violence to the country by attacking the president who was legally elected on uh, November 3rd. And that's something, you know, they they are canceling out that it's like you're not even supposed to be able to say that anymore, that you can't even talk about that. Uh, you watch that, that Nellie Gorbia, she'll now start to go after if anyone starts to uh, question, you'll be called a white supremacist and, you know, part of this whole business of now part of the insurrection. And that that is that they want to silence anyone that starts to question how things are done. But I want to hear Peter Navarro, who I thought um, I think he's got a, a bright future if he wants to run for office. I want to play that he uh, was interviewed a short time ago, and I believe I can pull that up. I think he was on with Maria on Fox. And it, it is unfair, folks. I mean, I want to be really clear about that. It's AOC said that Congress is discussing a commission figure out how to rein in the media environment. Who decides what media gets reined in? The progressive wing of Congress establishing a ministry of truth. I mean, folks, if, if that happens, then I don't understand how you can, it would completely change the way that we're able to do anything like that if suddenly. Let me play this um, clip of Peter Navarro on uh, Fox with Maria Martabella. That what happened yesterday um, was, was a travesty. That was, the Democratic Party did violence to this country by attacking a president who I believe was legally elected on November 3rd. If the election were held today, he'd be elected again. And if he runs in 2024, he will be elected then. And I think that's what the Democrats fear. And I've, <laughs> I've never been more pissed off in my life at this place. And I think there's 70 four million Americans out there who voted for President Trump who feel exactly the same way. So I would say to these people on Capitol Hill, knock it off. Stop this. Let the man leave peacefully with his dignity. He was the greatest jobs president, the greatest trade negotiator we've ever had in in this history. And this this is just wrong what they're doing. 
Well, we, we know that there were irregularities in this election. Uh, we know that 70 percent of, of uh, Trump voters have said, we don't, we're not buying this election. We think it was rigged. But get this, you cannot say that on social media. That's right. You will get banned you can't if you say, say there were irregularities, if you say there was fraud. It's absolutely outrageous. This feels more like Chinese uh, communist, uh, like communist China than it does America, that they have the ability to stomp out free speech, Peter. You know, they are exactly right now, and they're being attacked for this, by the way. Folks, this is going to be, an, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This is very upsetting. Right now, it's one eleven. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This is, you know, they're not wrong. They're exactly right with what they're saying, which is you, you, they want to make it. Cicilline wants, they want to push right now, Congressman Cicilline and others, and AOC is one of the leaders of this. They want to push this right now that there's to be no more criticism. She doesn't like that she's criticized. They want to just float with this fake Twitter world where she has all, you know, she's a hero and she posts things and people love her. They, they want to knock out all negative talk. That's really the progressive mantra right now, this business, a ministry of truth. You know, maybe you, sh- here's what they're saying. Hear me out to you that's listening right now. Maybe you're on 146 or wherever you're listening, your car, wherever. They're basically saying, you know, in hindsight, maybe you, the regular person, the taxpayer, the voter, maybe you shouldn't have the right to be so critical of Congressman Cicilline. You know, maybe now this is our opportunity. There should be no criticism of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi or AOC or any of the progressives, Elizabeth Warren, Burton, they go down the list. They don't want to hear it. Maybe this is the opportunity that they've been waiting for. There'll be no more criticism. From now on, we decide who gets to be critical. That's, you know, they've always wanted this. They have um, always wanted to push for something like this. But Don Lemon, if you, here's the other thing. They also want that they want everyone in mass They want to deter you from saying you're a member of the Republican Party. They want to deter you. There's a lot of independent voters that President Trump appealed to. There's a lot of people who were Democrats that President Trump appealed to. They now want to make the stand that you better think long and hard because if you're with them, you are a member of the Klan. You're a white supremacist and a racist. This is uh, Don Lemon on CNN. Now what you hear is, well, you can't say that everybody who voted for Trump is like the people who went into the Capitol. Response. You can't say that what everybody's like. Everybody who voted for Trump is like them. And now I just explained to you, if you you are on that side, you need to think about the side you're on. I am never on the side of the Klan. I am never, principal people, conservative or liberal, never on the Klan side. Principal people, conservative or liberal, never on the Nazi side. Principal people who are conservative or liberal, never on the side. That treats their their fellow Americans as less than. That says that your fellow Americans should not exist. That says your that says your fellow Americans should be in a concentration camp, or that sides with slavery, or sides with any sort of bigotry. Right. And you know, every side has their fringe element. You could say on the other side, you never want to be on the side of people that want to defund the police. You never want to be on the side of socialism. You never want to be on the side of communists. And that that's who Bernie Sanders, AOC, many of them, they don't even realize that that's really what they're on the side of. Folks, right now at 115, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. This tremendous store, this godsend right across from Davenport Restaurant, It's My Health. 
Folks, stop in and see Marie. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, where, of course, they have vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. It's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland you can call her at 401-305-3585 remember she is also uh, these tremendous natural skin hair care products essential oils vital oils whole soap hemp and CBD products it's my health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland stop in that historic white church in uh, health and wellness at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I wanted to mention the Boston Globe has a story on they gave us no choice. Let's profile Rhode Islanders on why they went to Washington and what comes next. So they decided Trump supporters who attended the rally turned right and insist they're patriots instead of the uprising. And this is one of the problems now with the Trump side. One of the problems with the Trump side are the people that are highlighted. So they have this woman from Newport. And I don't think I know who she is. Deborah Nagel. Blank happens. Accidents happen. Talking about the response, the death of the Capitol Police officer. It sucks, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't be there. People need to stop fear-mongering. Well, that's not that bad. She said she went to the Save America rally. She cares about freedom. She had it with people telling her to wear a mask during a pandemic. Now, why do you have to work that in? We're still in trouble because of the global agenda. Works for a parent's hardware store. So she's never going to lose her job. It's not just about the election. Small business being destroyed. Um, tried to explain. She went down to explain her views about the global corporate governance to a Capitol Police officer. As he and others tried to control the crowd. They look like they were in anguish. You could see it in their eyes. I said to one of them that we all have to make a choice one day. She said that she and others ended up being sprayed with tear gas. Then Boston Globe. So there's one. George Gregorian of Cranston was also at the Capitol. He posted a lot of patriots doing what need to be done. They gave us no choice. They asked for it. He said he went to show Congress. We know about the election fraud. Show people certifying We want our vote to count. We're hearing a mass display of people. He admitted his views about Trump have cost him relationships with friends and relatives. Runs a landscape lighting business and Frenchie's popcorn vendor. I know him. I've met him before. He's got some backlash from strangers because he went to the Capitol. Also was there State Representative Justin Price. Now, they didn't talk to him. But they used his tweet, yes, I marched to the Capitol with one million peaceful patriots. What I think is interesting is the tweets that they used with that of Uncle Atheist. So Uncle Atheist gets highlighted in the globe, give him a little bit of publicity, could have highlighted some of the other people. Um, And I understand that it was a writer from the Providence Journal that was kind of asking him questions, but they went with that. And then who else do we have? Jeffrey Lemur. A Provi- the Lemur campaign, Providence scrap metal dealer, perennial independent candidate, live streamed the rally that morning. Yeah, for about seven minutes, walking with other people carrying Trump flags. Who said it was a second revolution. And who else did they mention? Ann Armstrong and Alan Gordon, former candidates for governor attorney general were at the rally. So, folks, it portrays a... Uh, the people that are illustrated, all due respects to Jeff, but Ian Armstrong and Alan Gordon are two pot-smoking kooks. They're not Trump supporters. They're just people that look for a crowd, wherever it may be, and they dress in funny clothes. I've seen them. I've come out of the uh, Veterans Auditorium of the governor. They're just, they're not, like it hurts the value you don't have. There were some good people that were there. There there were some responsible people that were there. But who they picked to profile, maybe some other people wouldn't cooperate that were there. Maybe the Republican Party. I don't know if they asked them, can you tell us some people that were there? Now, another story I want to point out to you. Now, right now it's 120. And we're going to take a break coming up at, um, at 129. 
State cancels, and it was our friend Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe that broke this story. State cancels 76,000 a week consultants contract at Rhode Island College. State is canceling 76,000 a week consulting contract to review Rhode Island College after state lawmakers questioned the need for the agreement and why it never went out to bid. They were hired December 14th. It was expected to run until February 28th. And the Globe first reported on the contract on Monday. A group of House lawmakers vowed to haul officials at Rhode Island College before the Oversight Committee to learn about the deal. And the New York firm, which has worked with several other departments, blah, blah, blah. They're supposed to be helping Rhode Island College. 76000 a year. And as soon as the fact the contract was made public, the whole thing was canceled. Now, someone was getting some money for that whole thing. If they're getting 76000 a week from December 14th until February 28th, if this was so important and it was done properly, why was it suddenly canceled? Who signed off on it? Now, I am telling you, this was signed off. There's no way this thing was legit. They need to find out, and maybe the attorney general needs to investigate, who was behind this no-bid contract, who, in fact, um, wanted to put it together in that way. So they need to get to the bottom of how that came about. I have a pretty good idea about it. Uh, with somebody going out the door who's going to be leaving, felt this is a chance to grab some cash on the way out. And 76000 a week from December 14th, December 14th, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So 10 weeks, so 760000 I, I I wouldn't be surprised if a large amount of that was being kicked back to someone. So now someone already was getting, I mean, think of that. So maybe it was even a little bit more than that, was it? I was trying to determine when was the, um, the Globe, uh, Dan McGowan of the Globe reported, oh, the end of February 28th. So basically... Like a quick one million, and you figure so someone was maybe going to grab what two hundred fifty? What's the either two fifty? Either was it a fifty fifty split, or are they going to kick twenty five percent back? So throw them. Somebody maybe walking out the door was suddenly going to grab that. Who who pushed that through at Rhode Island College? How did that come about? $76,000 a week consultant's contract. So the state was going to pay $1 million to try to save $2.2 million. Does that make sense to anybody? No. I think Attorney General Peter Narona and others need to dig in on this. Something went down. They need to subpoena records. They need to subpoena the people involved. Get them under oath. This sounds like a high stakes, um, certainly high stakes uh, showdown. Now, two suspicious deaths on investigation at Lincoln Home. So I'm seeing that uh, Channel 12 just posted that the Lincoln and Rhode Island State Police have been at Main Street Home for several hours. Two suspicious deaths. Police say a woman was found dead inside the home Thursday morning. A man was taken hospital who later died. Names have not been yet released. Neighbors tell uh, 12 News it's a multifamily residence. A man and woman lived inside the unit where police were seen investigating. State police brought in the mobile crime scene. Medical examiner also went there. So that is a developing story right now. And then earlier today, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee did have his first briefing with the governor, with the, the media. I had planned to go to that. And then uh, something else popped up, and so I was unable to. But Rhode Island College canceling a $76,000 a week consulting contract. There's something um, there's something very odd about that. Folks, another big story here is that the Jamal Gonzalez is now, the man injured, is uh, suing the Providence police. Now, I want to see that play out because, you know, the attorney thought there was going to be a big payday there. But... I don't understand. He's on an unlicensed moped. And 
Uh, let me also just see this. Ramundo, Washington job linked to Ramundo press gag. The fact that Governor Ramundo did not take any questions yesterday. She got quickly into a black state SUV and refused to speak. Optics are a rarity for a governor. She has been uh, accessible all through um, her, the pandemic. I don't know if this is attainable for the long term, said Dr. Adam Myers, a political science professor at Providence College. She's going to have to move herself with the family to Washington. Mine's probably going to be on Secretary of Commerce, not so much Governor Rhode Island. There's a potential problem for the state next few months. We're going to have a governor who's focused on two different responsibilities. Now, it still does have to be confirmed. On social media, Rhode Island has weighed in. This isn't about a new role. This is about COVID in Rhode Island and her team's responsibility. She's about to undergo a microscope in D.C. Doesn't want to give critics ammo, wrote another. So, but still, um, this is not the only place. There's other people that are nominated that are going to, uh, that suddenly are not answering any questions. But this business suddenly now, I, w- I want to see exactly the case that Jamal Gonzalez um, has filed a lawsuit against the city through his mother and fiance. So you are from Middletown. You travel to Providence. You're riding on a moped. Police pull you to tell you to stop. There's video of him giving the police the table for one salute. He then starts to go down. A car pulls out and then he veers, loses control of his vehicle, uh, skids, and then a police car that was going after him hits a stop sign and then the stop sign causes him injury. So uh, I think the part where the city is going to be uh, held accountable is going to be the part of where the stop sign, because the cruiser hit the stop sign, it then hit him in the head. The two officers had a version of events where they interviewed by fellow officers. They denied pursuing Gonzalez, telling investigators he had been instructed only to monitor and follow behind various ATVs, dirt bikes, or mopeds, but not chase them the goal of protecting public safety. He acknowledged telling fellow officers, box this guy in over the radio. He meant to do it after Gonzalez stops, since appeared to maybe losing control of the moped. Boxing in during a pursuit or stopping a vehicle prevent a pursuit is against department policy. By saying box him in, it was not my intent to do so while he was operational. Um, I think that is going to be, um, that's going to be a little bit of a problem for the city. I think the part that's going to be a problem is that the officer going after him struck the stop sign and then the stop sign went crashing down on him. Uh, so that's something the city's going to have to deal with. But I think the the city can be in uh, a far more aggressive position now, far more aggressive position to defend themselves based on the fact that the, the officer did not strike it. The cruiser didn't strike the moped. New Lieutenant Governor should be chosen by voters, Rhode Island lawmaker says. So we do, do know about that, and uh, I just don't know if they have enough time. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee basically seems to be uh, open to anything that's that's going to happen uh, as far as if the legislature says that we're going to pick it. But he just doesn't want to seem to be on the hook for deciding what's going to happen with that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought brought to you by remember henry oil call them today they want to be your oil provider call henry oil call henry oil today and make the switch to henry oil at 401-521-0200 for henry oil let's do this it's 129 we have a lot more head it's john DePetro. we're going to take a quick break in 10 seconds quick break 10 seconds on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Let's take a quick break. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePetro. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, your housing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, 
proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, brought to you at West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, this time of year, you really can be below the snow and ice, although right now we don't have a lot. But whether someone's not paying attention, texting and driving, a drunk driver, if someone damaged your vehicle, you need to get it fixed, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272-3340 West Fountain Auto Body whether you have a small dent or nearly total vehicle they can repair your vehicle so whether it's you or a family member or a co-worker or a friend if someone gets in an accident call West Fountain Auto Body they'll repair it 401-272-3340 they're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, right off of 95. Call Kenny. Remember, they'll handle everything for you, and they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Do you have some damage on your vehicle? It can happen. A parking lot? Who knows? People are not paying attention. People texting and driving. Call West Fountain Auto Body. Let's get it fixed. Maybe you've been riding around with a damaged vehicle. It looks terrible. Sanford and Son. Call West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. So yesterday was the first time we've seen uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo since Tuesday, December 22nd. First press briefing that she did, and it was odd. And the governor did not take any questions. And the whole setup was odd that Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, who will be taking over, they made him sit in the audience, which I thought was strange. Because in the past, I have been there when they have numerous people on stage. The day that they had the doctors there, they all came and stood out on the stage. She made him sit out in the audience. And then after she spoke, she let him come up. And then he spoke. And just the whole nature of it was odd. And then Governor Raimondo left without answering any questions, whether it was inside or outside. And what was also strange about it was it's one thing that she doesn't want to comment, say, on anything with the Biden administration, anything about her new, she is, you know, nominated to be Commerce Secretary. And she could just say, there's nothing I can say about that. I don't want to say anything about the, you know, that happened in the Capitol. But there are pertinent Rhode Island questions. I mean, this has been three weeks. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. The Rhode Island numbers are still very, very high. So if you missed any of that, you can go to the website and it's, I think it's very unfair only because, you know, it was very one way. The governor said, I've enjoyed being your governor. I'll play some of the sound coming up. I've enjoyed being your governor. And and uh, it's been the highlight of my life. It almost seemed as if, you know, she was suddenly just going to like Wizard of Oz, just, you know, go off in the balloon. Goodbye, everybody. You know, sailing off. Goodbye, folks. And as the music's playing, everyone's waving. Uh, she is going to be the governor. She's planning to until she's actually uh, sworn in. And approved with with the Senate confirmation, but that could be some time. So it was odd, you know. Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, to his credit, he said they can only be when he was the mayor, and it was going to be the outgoing mayor. They can only be one mayor, and so he played along. He said it was a tremendous uh, credit for the governor and the people of Rhode Island that she's being considered and is nominated for Commerce Secretary. But it wasn't lost on the media. I also think sometimes, though, that people of the media. Um, sometimes started to think that, and they withheld criticism. I think sometimes some people, because they started to think they had a unique relationship with, with Governor Armando. Governor Armando spoke and continues to speak with the media because she has to. Uh, and she was given the airtime to do it on television. She did all those things. But at the end, you know, as they say, at the end of the day, she's not friendly with members of the media. I don't know if some of them thought that. You know, once in a while they'd get a kind of get a a lead thrown to them or a little bit of a story exclusive, what have you. But I think yesterday illustrated, listen, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, she is all business. Her act, uh, her new job, uh, she wants everything in motion is going to be with the Biden people in Washington. You know, as much as the governor said yesterday, she never pictured herself in Washington. I, I don't, I don't think I believe that. Um, 
I, I, I think she's always envisioned that, that would be the plan or like, like to be her plan. And when she's met a lot of the people that do work in Washington, I think she kind of like an opponent sizes them up and thinks like, all right, I can do what they do, right? They don't have anything special, so I could do that. I could do that job. I think she does feel that way. Now, we did broadcast live from there yesterday. If you missed it, you can certainly go to the website, dipetro.com. Uh, remember, dipetro.com, brought to you by Allstate Lock. Call them today, 401-349-0042. Car keys, security cameras, online, allstatelock.com, or call them, 401-349-0042. This is the John DePetro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, the energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, sister replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401 401- 351-7600, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovas Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing, call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing. They can also, you know, they buy older vintage cars. Maybe it's from the 60s, 70s. Maybe you have one. It's been sitting in your garage for who knows how long, the last 15 years. And you keep saying, you know, someday I'm going to restore that. But how about instead call today 401-725-8500. Call for a fair offer today. It's preferred towing in recovery located in Lincoln, 401-725-8500. Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining us is our legal analyst, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, I really never thought that we would be here, but we are. And that is, uh, the headline says it all, through bipartisan support, President Trump has been impeached again. Only Only president ever in history. Uh, they'll be impeached twice. What what exactly played out in the House? 
Um, well, he's been impeached twice, and I guess the significance of that two-time impeachment will depend on who's writing the history books. Um, both have been rather political impeachments, not based upon any particular high crime or misdemeanor. Um, if the history books are written one way, it will be seen that the House of Representatives has cheapened the Constitution and cheapened the impeachment process by bringing these politically motivated impeachments um, against a guy that the, the Democrats hated, disliked, or maybe hated is the more appropriate word. And they could never get him. They've thrown everything at him for four years through the media, through false allegations, uh, through innuendo, through insinuations, and they couldn't get him. And even in this election cycle, I don't think the Democrats got him. I think COVID got him and some of the president's own inability to um, control some of his um, less admirable instincts. But today's um, impeachment, if you look at the articles of impeachment, and the conduct that the president has alleged to have um, participated in, it really is not a allegation which is appropriately substantiated. In the main, the House one article of impeachment, one, was a single count of, quote, incitement of insurrection, close quote. And Nancy Pelosi said it best from the House floor, where she says, quote, We know the president incited this insurrection, this armed rebellion against our country. He must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation. Well, that's a nice speech, and that's, that's eloquently stated, but where are the facts to support it? Insurrection means an attempt to overthrow a government. And I don't think the president participated in that. And what did he incite his um, fans who were present at his rally? What did he incite? I, I went back, because I didn't hear it in, in real time, but I went back and I read the transcript, John, of that entire speech. Yep. And uh, I'm not the first to point this out, but the president said after this, and most of his speech was a rant on how the election had been stolen from him, how um, he would never surrender, that his followers should never surrender, that you can't let this stand, you can't let the other side get away with such um, electoral abuses. And that's his opinion. And he thinks he's got the um, facts to support it. That remains an open question. Um, but he was up there stating his opinions and his feelings that the election was stolen and he had a loyal band of sympathetic um, audience listening on. He says, after this, we're going to walk to the um, Capitol yep. to cheer on our brave senators. Right. He then goes on to say, I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That's it. Right. There's, there's nothing that he's inciting them to go storm the barricades. There's nothing where he says, take no prisoners, you smash the walls, you knock over the police, you do whatever you got to do. You get in there, you get to the House floor, you go... Pillage through uh, Nancy Pelosi's oh, office. office. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Nothing. You're right. Now, I think that these uh, House members and even senators, um, they didn't get too upset when things were happening in Ferguson. They didn't get too upset when things were happening in Kenosha. But when things were happening on the House floor and in their little clubhouse, I think that's when it became personal. Yeah. And a lot of these elected officials, I think took this more to heart and were um, insulted or aggrieved by it because they were threatened. Their space was threatened. Yep. Um, but the president gave a speech to sympathetic um, supporters. Okay. He told her to peacefully and patriotically go make your voices heard. 
just like happens at all the other rallies that happen in D.C. The right. women's right marches, the million man march. Yep. Um, there's many, many. How many times, John, have there been organized protests? We're going to surround the White House. Yes. We're going to march around the White House. We're going to carry signs. We're going to sing songs and we're going to chant. Yep. That's completely American. It's completely appropriate. Outside it's completely the Supreme acceptable. Court. Yes. Countless. The Supreme Court has yeah. been mobbed with people on the decision day with certain high-profile cases. So when the president says, we're going to march down to the Capitol and make our position known and cheer on those who support us. Right. Well, that's America. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. I think that the president, after the fact, made mistakes tactically, but are nonetheless not impeachable. Apparently, he's he set the White House watching this on television right. as the chaos <laughs> unfolds and basically doesn't do anything. Right. Now, that is not impeachable. That is poor judgment. Sure. He should have said, uh-oh, uh-oh, my supporters are out of control. Um, let me, let me, I don't know what he could have done at that point, but he should have done something proactive to try to stem the... Um, chaos that was going on um i don't think it sunk in with him that this was a real real bad scene right. which was going to stick to him until it was too late he he just didn't get it he didn't perceive it um as he was watching from the white house residence all this mayhem going on he could be faulted for that that he should have done something and said uh-oh maybe i maybe i got my people too riled up and by the way, I don't think he did get his people too riled up. I think there were certain bad elements there who were going to go make a scene. Yep. They were going to go cause violence. They were going to try to storm the barricades. And apparently it's well planned. The more after the fact information we're getting, there were people with bullhorns saying, come this way. This is yep. the way in. Um, this wasn't a... Um, crowd of people that suddenly and spontaneously got out of control. I don't think there was much spontaneity in the leaders. I think they went with a plan. Yes. And I think that um, this was um, a premeditated scenario which was created. Do I think it was Antifa? There's no evidence to support that. Right. Do I think there were other false flag people in there? Maybe there were, but again, there's not yet evidence to support that um, um, speculation, if you will. I think it's reasonable to say that these people are all Trump supporters. Some were probably more right wing than the other. Look, you've got these proud boys supporting the president. I don't think he's looking for their support. Right. I think they are on the fringe that he'd probably rather not have their support. Sure. And like minded people were probably amongst those who stormed in and um, uh, smashed windows, broke doors, assaulted cops, and otherwise created a lot of mayhem. It's not impeachable. Politically, anything's impeachable because in a political environment like the House of Representatives, the rules of evidence don't apply. In a courtroom, this would be a joke. There'd right. be no way to support this <clears throat> allegation in a courtroom. But in, in Congress, they can do anything they want because although there's a lot of lawyers there, um, they're disingenuous. They look the other way and they come up with this absurd allegation that he incited insurrection. And they all say, yeah, that's what he did. And no one is ever called upon to say, what words did he say? What action yeah. did he take? What physical things did he do that incited this insurrection? It boiled over well after the president was back at the at the White House residence watching this on TV. Yeah. Um, so there's a disconnect. So he's politically impeached. History will make of it what it makes of it. The, the next thing that happens, John, is Mitch McConnell has said he is not going to call a special session. He's not going to call the Senate back into session. So although... The president is impeached. There will not be a trial in the Senate. There is simply not enough time to do so. So the question now becomes, will the new Senate, which will be a majority um, Democrat Senate, yep. 
do they have the authority to impeach a president who is now an ex-president? Mm. The conviction or the, the trial, and if they get a conviction, is to remove a sitting president from office. Mm. He'll already be out. So there's nothing for them to act on. They can't remove a guy who's no longer president. But will they do it for the political value that it will bring their way? I would right. expect that they will. Yeah. Um, apparently, historically, there's one other incident where I think during the um, I think it was during the Andrew Johnson administration. Um, I believe it was a cabinet official or maybe it was a judge was impeached. So the guy's impeached. So he says, fine, I quit. But they went ahead in the Senate and had a trial anyways and convicted him and said, we're removing you from office. Oh. And he says, well, that's interesting. I've already left office. You didn't, right. you didn't throw me out. I left on my own. There's also some speculation <laughs> that the Senate trial will try to um, make part of its mandate or its decision something that would somehow... <laughs> somehow preclude Trump from running again in 2024. Right. And I think that would be challenged in court because there's no constitutional provision for that sanction. That's absurd. Mm. It's um, clear It's clear that, you know, that, that the media and I think elected Democrats are still fearful of the Trump agenda, if not Mr. Trump and certainly his supporters. And they're trying to make it so that if you remain a Trump supporter, you'll be um, pilloried in the in the media. Um, you'll be canceled by your friends. Yes. Uh, they're already talking about, well, if you want to work for the Trump administration, guess what? When you come out, none of the top companies are going to hire you. In the old days, being a cabinet member or other high official in an administration was a golden ticket to a great job in the private right. sector. So they're sending out the message. You want to work for Trump? He comes back again. You're going to work for him? Oh, really? Um, after you come out, forget it. We're not going to hire you. Um, it's that sort of intimidation to make people um, afraid to support the guy, afraid to espouse his ideas, Um it's a coordinated, I'm here to talk about the law, not politics, but this coordinated attack amongst the social media giants and the political class. I think if you hate Trump, you should still be very afraid of what's going on between suppression of free speech and the political um, phony doings that are going on in the House. If you like Trump, you're really upset. But even if you want Trump to go and you hate him and you can't wait for him to go, you should be very concerned about the constitutional um, rights which are being trampled on um, as we speak. It's, it's rather chilling. And those who support his removal, when they go taking polls of people who think that he should be removed and they say, yes, 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 um, I wonder how well thought out the response of yes is if they've taken into account the constitutional um, rights they seem to be just willing to like throw away. It's 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 very disturbing. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, right here on the John DePietro show. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 
1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovas Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the train technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating. Proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 3340. WNRI Winsocket. 